0: And I don't know what you know about Kevin, but I know Kevin Hart is damn near perfect. As close to perfect as anybody I've ever seen. In fact, Kevin is precisely four tweets shy of being perfect. this something that's going to be a regular thing now on this podcast because obviously it's titled loose rants and apart from just ranting with adam i don't actually get to do much loose ranting so this is going to be some of the first of that and it's very much off the cuff Uh, i want to begin basically loose ranting about morons on twitter and open up a discussion about how we conduct ourselves on social media where it's like we're making decisions on other people without knowing that person and some people could say well I don't need to know I just need to read their tweets to know what kind of person they are when that's not really what we do in real life is it we try to speak to them engage with them for the most part anyway although I say this on the day that some kid saved a three second video of a tiktok of a girl saying the n-word and then he put it towards her when she basically applied for the university of choice or college of choice And then he's saved it for like four years to then throw it out there to cancel her from going to university, therefore ruining her life. And the thing is, she was only 15 years old at the time of saying the N-word. And we live in this society where it's easier just to hold on to something, to try and cancel somebody, or instead of arguing, it's not arguing is the wrong word, it's easier to not debate somebody and we've got to try and block them or call them out to try to shame them into becoming somebody else that they... The person who's upset wants them to be. That isn't discourse and that isn't trying to understand a person's position. Now of course if they're flat-out racist and they're saying really racist things then yes, but I believe for 99% of the infractions that exist on the internet that isn't happening. There aren't out-and-out racists and if there are, well they just get blocked on it because they're not worth the time. It's all the ambiguous stuff that's trying to be stamped out. If someone's trying to make a joke, Or if somebody says something and they weren't aware of how to conduct themselves, and they get they get jumped on, I could easily mention the whole Elliot Page thing. And there are people trying to understand: well, if I didn't know who Elliot Page was before he became Elliot Page, then why can't I say Ellen Page? And because Ellen Page is now a dead name, that's considered dead naming, and you're now in trouble by the people who call out others for dead naming people but they didn't know any better and I've seen tweets where people are trying to understand and they ask the very simple question and they get ratioed and if you don't know what a ratio is basically they just get loads of replies and shit thrown at them there just seems to be no room for this for this nuance and I would interpret that as someone innocently asking a question where other people would say it's not my job to ent- uh, to educate you. And it's like, what? what kind of fucking world is this? You want people to accept something new, which is a new concept, and yet the most vocal are being really ignorant towards those who are probably receiving it for the first time. So what kind of impression does that provide for those who are new to something, especially something about trans issues? And trans people at the moment are basically doing my fucking head in because logic doesn't seem to operate on any level. So I want to share a couple of tweets. There's some, there's some preamble and setup to this. But the bottom line is, is that I'm a transphobe regardless. And I just want to point out how I'm a transphobe and appeal to anybody who can see that this just doesn't make sense and all you're doing is just ruining your own cause while trans people are wanting acceptance. Don't forget, we've got to, we've got to remember all t- at all times, this is morons on Twitter. Basically, the morons on Twitter, the trans morons on Twitter, want, and yes, I am insulting them, There are people who are far more oppressed and worse off in this world, and they don't act like this. And if I could pick one group, it's the one that Dave Chappelle belongs to. And even he got called out by trans people. And I'm thinking, hang on, you are aware that black people, and and I'm laughing as I say this, but it's because it's so fucking ridiculous, but you are aware that black people have been enslaved, literally enslaved, lost their lives, raped for hundreds of years, and in this Oppression Olympics, you're trying to get one up over them and argue against them. Never mind just white people, who are seen as the colonizers, but fucking black people. But anyway, <laughs> my microphone just went to red. Sorry if that hit your earlobes too hard. Look, I don't think I did anything wrong, but, but we'll see. <laughs> I want to begin with this uh, person who is watching Star Trek Discovery. I've watched enough of it via YouTube and criticism videos to sort of catch myself up on it. So this person uh, identifies as a they. And what's really interesting is that they have said something critical of the show that is trying to put out a reasonable explanation or showing of how to use pronouns. Now, if you're a Star Trek fan, you would find that ridiculous because Star Trek has always been progressive and by even the 24th century, you would think something like pronouns just wouldn't be an issue it, it it just wouldn't everyone's accepting and if you can fuck an alien then no one's going to care about trans people that's basically classic star trek in a nutshell whereas with new trek they've got to insert all the fucking issues of today into the show but the worst part is, is that this season of star trek discovery is set in the 32nd century i'll let the uh, the trans person say something that i agree with so here we go. I genuinely hate to be negative about representation, but uh, I refuse to believe that by the time Adria, Adria is alive in the 32nd century, that they would be nervous to ask ask someone to use their correct pronouns. And I don't believe that they would only be out to one person. This isn't to say that I didn't appreciate that scene because I did. It was very cool to see people readily use and accept they them pronouns and maybe if this was any other show set in the present day it would be enough for me but this is Star Trek so it's not and I don't know maybe I'm being too negative because I've seen other people make tweets about how happy it made them and that's great but for me I don't know I just don't like the implications so me and this person are agreeing we come from the same position where I think the use of the pronouns is pushed into your face as a viewer while you seek representation while people seek representation on star trek we have to remember that this is in the future so all the issues that exist today don't exist in the future we're past that we're more enlightened and the whole point of star trek is to show our enlightenedness out to the out to the world uh, of aliens that exist the Star Trek world, I mean, obviously. Uh, but in that galaxy, there are loads of aliens who aren't, air quotes, as enlightened as us. And they are a foil for us to sort of reflect on, okay? So we're not literally making it about us. We just encounter somebody who, who is the bad guy or they're doing something naughty. And then we teach them a lesson because we're so great in the 24th century. So by the 32nd century, yes, pronouns shouldn't be an issue. And so it's really sort of beaten over the head. You're, you're beaten over the head with this, this fucking pronoun game. I, I followed this person and I retweeted them because I agreed. And what was my retweet? And before I get into the retweet, I have to mention that if you haven't watched Star Trek Discovery, the crew of Discovery, now that they're in the 32nd century, they have these communicator badges just like the ones that Picard used to wear, where you just tap on it and communicate. But now they're also a tricorder and they have a universal translator and and as if they're not overpowered, they have a personal transporter inside. So let me just uh, summarize. Uh, The communicator, the tricorder, the universal translator, and inside is a personal transporter. So this thing seems, on the face of it, amazing. But if we take the technology at face value, then pronouns should be doubly not an issue because if this thing is doing the auto-translation, then Pronouns are going to be automatically translated for the listener to be able to hear. And that's the whole point of the Universal Translator. You fire up the view screen, you speak to the Klingons. The Klingons are not speaking English, they're speaking Klingon. And the translator tells you, the audience, what they're saying in English. And it's just a very cheap, clever way to just get around the fact that everyone speaks a different language in space. So it's already converting pronouns on the fly, regardless of whether they're trans issues or not, you would assume that the Klingons have different pronouns to talk about Klingons and the Romulans have pronouns. So why can't the translator itself just convert the pronouns on the fly inside uh, people from Starfleet? So human to human uh, translations. I put forward the idea that you could set it up so much as if I was a trans person, I could say these are my pronouns and just set the defaults so that if someone says something, it corrects them to my ears So this is a bit of a stretch and we're out there in terms of imagination but it's a way of getting around this issue on a technical level that the show itself is set up so i write if the universal translator can change the alien language you can hear on the fly why not simple pronouns a com badge could be set up with some defaults so nobody can misgender anybody ever again and it wouldn't be an issue ever so that negates that person's problem about issues being an issue sorry pronouns being an issue because there's a technical solution on top of the idea that people should be more enlightened and they should have solved that issue themselves it's taken care of in terms well basically with times two there's a multiplier in effect this is where it all goes downhill (laughs) so this person who i was following and i quote and i quote tweeted them they as they do they get to take screenshots they then you share those screenshots and block me so I can't see what they've um, they've said about me. But I did because blocking is fucking useless. And they write, I saw this quote tro- quote tweet, and I was like, hmm, that's not at all what I was talking about. So I checked out the profile. And okay, so let's talk about what they think they weren't not talking about. They were talking about the issue of pronouns, and I'm adding on top of that a layer of technical a technical solution on top of that so it is exactly what they're talking about or i'm adding to it anyway this person has got upset because they saw two things in my profile and it has to be said that when you check out someone's profile and you base everything about that person on someone's profile it's pretty fucking sad it's not a problem with this person yesterday i watched the truman show and i thought to myself this person is basically truman being manipulated by the environment in which they're communicating in the plato's cave I mean, that's what The Truman Show is. It's basically a retelling of Plato's Cave. And if you're operating, if your headspace is constantly inside Twitter, you're going to basically look at everything inside Twitter and not the person on the other end of it. So you just see the profile and you say, oh, this person, as this person did, this person doesn't like New Trek. So they highlighted that. As a mark against me and then they didn't like a joke i've got a pronoun joke in my bio obviously people put oh my pronouns are he him or she her or they them whatever my pronouns are he haw now if you are going to get upset by that i have to refer you back to dave Chappelle, who makes jokes of trans people and black people and they are higher up on the totem pole when it comes to oppression he haw is a joke at the idea that pronouns are actually important and i've never seen them offline it's always online and then you don't actually have to use them anyway because you're directly replying to somebody. But again, if I have to say I'm not against trans people, you can do what you fucking want and that still makes me a transphobe, then that's, then that's weird. But it only makes me a transphobe because I made a joke about pronouns and this person goes on to say after they uh, checked out my profile, also blocked him because he literally made a pronouns joke in his bio right before he quote tweeted my tweet and then he writes in all caps, or they write in all caps. Fuck off. Transphobes don't follow me. So I'm a transphobe because I don't like new Trek. This is the new Star Trek after classic Trek. And I have a joke, which is he haw in my profile. It's fascinating. The the, the the barrier of entry to becoming a transphobe is, is so easy. That simplistic take does nobody any favours. I mean, this person's never going to listen to this podcast. I want you to know... That I'm being wholly understanding. This person is living on Twitter. They're only 23 years old. They're living on Twitter. They're judging a profile picture of the, of the bio and interpreting that as saying this person's a transphobe. And they go for the worst negative take when they look at someone's tweets. And they all do it. And again, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help anybody who is trying to understand uh, the issues of trans, is- uh, the, the trans issues, and you're not allowed to make jokes about trans people. I, I don't, I don't agree at all. I think you can make a joke about anyone and pra- practically anything as long as you do it properly. Now, when we talk about the most negative interpretations, people will also overlook maybe positives inside a bio because they only want to see the negatives. My current bio for this particular Twitter account, the Loose Rants podcast Twitter account, has David Bowie in the as the profile picture and that's important so I just want you to, to remember that because the reference might not be that immediate but then the, the picture of David Bowie should should be immediate to people who indulge uh, or, or gorge on trans issues all fucking day especially on Twitter so the person says they don't want to be negative and they say they don't actively look for negative things about people and I've replied by this point on my main account and they've said They've said that, they don't actively look for negative things. But they go on to explain, the fact that I looked at your profile and one of the first tweets I saw is something that I interpreted as transphobic and I don't want transphobes following me. I don't know, why do you care so much about blocking, blocking me, blocking you anyway, just move on. There's the crux of it. Something that I interpreted as transphobic. So it doesn't actually matter what I say. They've decided that's transphobic and that means context and intent doesn't matter. And that's a very easy way to shirk any sort of responsibilities to other people. Online, this has to be all online. I don't live in this world yet where someone offline has affected me. So that's another layer of uh, ridiculousness. If, If the person in front of you is saying something and you have a chance to say something to them directly and you don't and you just try to call them out on social media. But they're saying, I interpret that as transphobic. And here I am explaining on my second account that I'm not being transphobic. And it's important that you don't miss the forest for the trees, especially if my profile has... David Bowie in, the, in, the, in the, as the profile picture now why is David Bowie important well because he dressed up as a woman and he opened up the the idea of the performance in music and becoming something else and becoming a character in today's vocabulary he would be regarded as a trans ally this and this whole exchange then reminded me of that scene in Full Metal Jacket. Irene what is that button on your body armor? A peace symbol sir. Where'd you get it? I don't remember sir. What is that you've got written on your helmet? Born to kill, sir. You write born to kill on your helmet, and you wear a peace button. What's that supposed to be, some kind of sick joke? No, sir. What is it supposed to mean? I don't know, sir. You don't know very much, do you? No, sir. You better get your head and your ass wired together, or I will take a giant shit on you. Yes, sir. Now answer my question, or you'll be standing tall before the man. I think I was trying to suggest something about the duality of man, sir. The what? The duality of man, the Jungian thing, sir. Whose side are you on, son? Our side, sir. Don't you love your country? Yes, sir. But how about getting with the program? Why don't you jump on the team and come on in for the big win? Yes, sir. But he's taking photos of dead people covered in some kind of white ash. And he's a journalist. There's a general there listening to what he's saying because he's interviewing somebody. He is played by Matthew Modine, by the way. He has Born to Kill written on his helmet and he has a peace badge on his uniform. And the general says, like, what's the deal with this? Why do you have "Born to Kill" on your helmet, and you have "Peace" on your on your on your chest, and in this badge? And Matthew Modine's character says, uh, it's a reference to the duality of man, sir. And the general like doesn't give a shit. He hasn't got time, and he can understand in in the position of authority and a, and a command chain structure. He's like, I'm not dealing with this fucking ambiguity. And he says, and he just replies with something like, Don't you love your country? Then why don't you get with the program, and why don't you go get on the winning team? As though. As though Matthew Modine is against what the American army is doing in Vietnam. And so I very very much set up my profile to be this duality of man. But it doesn't matter on Twitter. Nobody nobody cares about ambiguity. But it's there. It's there for anybody who's reasonable to see that I'm making a joke about trans people. Or not even trans people, but about the idea that pronouns are really important. And then I've got someone who who was basically a trans ally and pushed forward this idea of representation and if you ever go on to youtube and listen to the stories about how his band david bowie's band at the time weren't going to play dress up and then they changed their mind once they got the once they saw the reaction it was getting so these guys all okay, came from hall you know we're going to play a rock and roll band a lot of songs and all that and i said yeah, yeah it's great so, do you want to see what we're going to wear oh yeah right okay. not wear. <laughs> Bloody right! I'm not putting that one. I said, "No, believe me, it'll, it'll. You look great. It'll, it'll really suit you, right?" (laughs) And so I don't know how I did it, but I managed to talk them into doing it. A couple of nights later, we'd done a couple of shows, and all these girls were all over them, and and suddenly the dressing room procedure was really different. It's right. Who's got the blush? (laughs) Hey, Trevor, have you finished with that mascara? It was a phenomenal thing. A little bit of eyeliner. It's it's a beautiful story, and I kind of want to hold on to some of that. And then there's a little mouse inside the uh, the picture that just basically tries to touch his hair uh, because well, David Bowie's dead, and he's he's unattainable now, and that's and that's really sad. Anyway, they blocked they blocked me again because they told me to move on. Why do you care? But I did care about them because I actually liked their tweets and what they were saying. So. The person overall has then deliberately... they have. There's no other explanation. They deliberately misunderstood what I was saying or the point of what I was saying, which was actually good for the, the issue that they themselves were talking about. And then they're telling me, oh, just move on. It doesn't matter. Why do you care? But then if you don't care, then why did you block me in the first place? If you're going to get upset and then you say, "Oh, why do you care you get blocked? Just just move on. That means you don't have any sort of integrity to the things that you actually believe in. And what well, you do... But you're doing it in a very uh, deceitful way because you won't concede that you're wrong. And that's how I've interpreted it. You don't want to be wrong. You don't want to unblock somebody because then that would be a sign of guilt on your part or admission of making a mistake. So you've got to follow it through and believe this idea that the person that you're talking to is transphobic. Really, I, I couldn't give a, I couldn't give a fuck uh, what you do. I don't care at all. Okay, And if, if you are trans, great. My uncle is gay and I remember during you no know, the nineties everybody was against gay people. I'm like, but my uncle's gay. I don't I don't give a fuck. And I used to work in a tranny bar. And don't get me started, not a lot of people know that, but I used to work in a transvestite bar. And all the bar staff <laughs> All the bar staff were men dressed up as women. Admittedly they were all gay. I don't think any of them were actually trans, but they were all cross dressing. Now that is never going to be shared or experienced with my actions on Twitter unless I put it in my fucking bio and, and then virtue signal the idea that yes, I am okay with trans people, I used to work in a trans bar, blah, 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 blah. But you can see that even during this simple exchange, it's got complicated and they're missing out on basically my voice, my actual personality, and my actual real thoughts on such issues. Uh, again, this is a. Oh, it got a red line on the microphone, sorry. This again it's because of social media and the mechanisms that enable us to express ourselves within the confines of something like Twitter. So I go on to say, the fact that you've blocked me, well this is the easiest thing to do on social media, as well as assume the worst interpretation of something. It's your mindset that is controlling your actions, where you believe that everybody is against you as a trans person, when that simply isn't the case. It's easy to not ask for clarification, just block and then make claims about someone else. But while you're blocking them, you then also want to share to your audience what a piece of shit the other person is and what, what is the objective there? To signal virtue or you created an enemy or you want them to get ratioed so that person has to go and find you and then throw shit at you, which some people did, but uh, that's also amazing in, in itself. So then I go on to say, what happened to people's skill of reasoning? Trans people have no chill. Everything is a perceived slight. And again, life on Twitter is easier if you just block everyone against you. they're all the same if you interpret them as all the same it's about how you interpret things not about well how was it regionally meant or intended and let's not forget i didn't actually advertise my, my joke pronouns i was basically making a tweet that supported their tweet on a technical sense but this person who says i don't look for negative things actually went to the profile to find negative things and ignoring the positives and to reiterate this very closed mindset because it's clear that people get to decide how you intend things based on their interpretations and how they feel. Someone did reply. They said, David Bowie was many great things. Trans ally is one of them. Transgender is not. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's nitpicking. I've explained that David Bowie is in my profile. Normally, people have like the American flag in their profile, which is seen as a negative. They have MAGA in their profile, which is seen as a negative. I would have thought that if you've got David Bowie in your profile, it's not political. It's just reverence for one well, you know one of the greatest uh, musical artists of the twentieth century who changed people's minds about how men could present themselves in public, and that's a great enabler of things and this person holly let me just I mean, let me just have a look um let's look at let's look at their profile let's play their let's play their game against them okay um basically says one day i'll be a famous tv writer so respect me while you can communist and anti-fascist transbian i think that's like trans lesbian it's like a portmanteau of trans and lesbian hashtag we are starfleet blm and acab whatever the fuck acab means but you can you can kind of get the gist of their political slant and now I'm doing exactly the same thing that they're doing whereby we get to judge them on their bio, which is wrong. This, But this person is wearing certain things on their bio very proudly. And so those are obvious identifiers, whereas I just have a joke and I, I put a hashtag in mine to say I don't like um, the new Star Trek. That's it. Anyway, I tell that person to fuck off. Cle- uh, intentions clearly matter. And they reply, actually actions and consequences matter. Intentions are important, but results are more so. And what you said, has transphobic results. What have I said? Uh, all I said was that personal communicators in the 32nd century should be able to, on the fly, translate people's pronouns. <laughs> what have I said? Uh, and then, interestingly, if these if these actions and consequences matter, then where are the, where, are the, where are the where are the results? Then where are the results of? these consequences and then the point is missed i'm I, I have big brain i have big brain that's that's all i can say because i go into to reply and say but actually i don't care about your point of view because you don't care about mine so i'm making an appeal in a sense to you have to you have to you know when you're when you're reading something you don't wait for your turn to reply you have to wait and understand what the other person is saying you have to that's how discourse is but again social media is getting in the way of this and we're interpreting so much through tweets and who started this thing where you in, you imply tone in tweets when really what you should be doing is clarifying and asking a question saying how did you mean that but even asking that can be interpreted in some sort of negative tone it's a fucking quagmire and it's it's hilarious it really is hilarious so then i point out that your intolerance breed my intolerance breeds my intolerance you know the idea that you know an eye for an eye and everyone's blind kind of uh, deal which you know jesus is right if you're going to be intolerant to me, then I'll just be intolerant and ignorant to you. But that's what I'm saying on Twitter. Again, I'm not going to start deciding to hate on uh, trans people. And then the person goes on to say, lol, there's no way you haven't been offered a chance to to learn more about trans issues, specifically pronouns. You're ignorant by your own choice. Okay, so I don't know what this person is meaning, but you can it's clear at this point. they They just don't know... And they're reading of a script in this sense. Now, the other thing I failed to mention, and this is the sort of uh, coup de grace, is the first person who got upset at me did a scan of my timeline. And they noticed, this is something else they got upset about, and I wanted to save this separately for the end. But they pointed out that I said people were pronouns in their, in their bio are garbage people. And they said that's transphobic. Okay, that's a gross generalization. Uh, but again, context matters. So why did I say that trans people Well, sorry, not trans people, but people who put pronouns in their bio are garbage people. And it's because I was replying to a tweet where someone with pronouns in their bio was actively defending the idea that you can't rape boys. And I mean uh, men under the age of 16. So they are literally boys. They're children. The, The conversation was, you can't make a victim out of a boy if a woman rapes said boy women cannot be rapists. And so the person with pronouns in their bio was saying this. So I said, this is garbage. People with pronouns in their bio are garbage. And so the person, the first person who got upset at me is taking umbrage with my profile. And then that tweet to that very specific topic of denying the fact that boys can be raped. (laughs) So they saw that. They saw the fact that I made a generalized comment about how I'm interpreting uh, trans people when they talk about things because all I ever see them do is just talk talk shit about things and they're so full of angry energy. And then when you check out their bio, it's like, oh, they've got pronouns. That's weird because generally by putting pronouns in, in your bio, you're looking for an acceptance of your situation and condition. And yet you don't share any empathy outwards. You're looking for it, you're trying to hoover it hoover it all up, which is fine, but you've got to share it back out. And the idea, my tweet is more offensive than me trying to defend the idea that boys cannot be raped. So I'm trying to defend against the idea that boys cannot be raped. <laughs> so that's okay, you can overlook that. And part of Dave Chappelle's last special also mentioned, is also touched on this, that there could be a greater injustice but the trans, the trans issue is the more important. And so that actual thing, like uh, black oppression, that doesn't matter. And so we have to pick on this black guy, Dave Chappelle, in order to make our point, in order to get our point across. To show that, actually, no, you're wrong and we're being oppressed as well through humor. <laughs> doesn't make any sense, does it? But the person doesn't know that the person tweeting out the fact that boys cannot be raped was actually a parody account ultimately what can we do the point of these types of episodes and there will be a series of them highlight issues on top of these other air quotes issues that people have where we're not solving anything by jumping on twitter and arguing out who gets to say what pronouns or who's right or you get to recontextualize the the actions of somebody else and there is no forgiveness possible again trans people they want acceptance they've got my acceptance i accept them they want empathy you can have my empathy as long as you you know you explain it to me, not on Twitter though because you lose so much on Twitter, but there does seem to be this one sided political sort of it's partly political because you've got it in Hollywood, you've got it in the news, you've got it in these establishments, you've got it in universities that where they're trying to protect trans people against criticism, and but no one's no one's above criticism at all. No one is above criticism, not even fucking Jesus or God if you believe in such thing. then there are people who will criticize God and Jesus for those things. So if they can be criticized, trans people can be criticized. What trans people have to understand and what we have to understand is that the mechanisms that we're using to sort of stamp out infractions and what, what they call microaggressions or just air quotes bad behavior isn't going to happen on Twitter. And the way you conduct yourselves is going to create a secondary set of after effects where people like, what like why, why are they arguing about everything, and everything is problematic? everything is harmful? People have no patience for this, and I keep seeing it on Twitter, and it's not enough to talk about it on Twitter. This is why i'm doing this podcast series to highlight ridiculousness. I want to try and rail against this this ridiculousness that is basically taking over all discourse and everything has to be considered troubling, upsetting, problematic, or just just offensive for some reason when that isn't the case because we're not communicating to each other and we have to be able to communicate but to sort of block people uh, in fact blocking is is pointless i've got other accounts muting is far more delicious and people rely on that as a way to sort of well either build an echo chamber by accident or remove what they think is problematic when they've only scanned as in this case a couple of tweets and a and a bio description there it is that's my Loose rant for this episode. I hope you found this uh, engaging, interesting in some form. At least look at, look out for it. Um, I'm not going to go out of my way to find this stuff. It's just what I think are rational interactions that just go, that just turn sour. And I've had enough of it. And I'm just going to call it out until there's some kind of sanity to be had wherever. And, you know, the ultimate solution is just to get off Twitter. Get off Facebook. Don't argue with people online. Because ultimately, I don't believe you can set any... Uh, meaningful change using social media sure you can get someone cancelled but how is that how is that constructive i want constructive dialogue and it just shows how weak-minded they are that words texts on twitter are so upsetting that they have to quote tweet you block you or try to cancel you luckily no one can cancel me someone's tried to cancel me i'll talk about it later episode as and when it's relevant Um, but much of what that is about has happened in today's episode okay i'm gonna say no more on the matter thank you for your time